0: Podcast on SB Nation
1: Grizzly Rand Blues. I'm the one P Shark with the guys. What's going on, y'all? At underscore the the shooting guard for the starting five. What's good?
2: It's John Trev, everybody's favorite corner man. Of course, you can catch me in the corner as always, also known as the Double Dribble Glitch. For my old people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, you took me out with the with that one. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just here to set the screens on and off ball, man, and I'm going to grab the rebounds, man. It's your boy, Sheedy. And
0: today, we one man short of the shortest big man in the history of basketball.
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he the P.J. took on the starting five. Mr. T.L.
0: Shakir, man, he'll be back uh, next week. You follow him on Twitter, at T.L. Shakir. But and you can follow us on Twitter at starting5, the number5, M-E-M. You can follow the Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies. And you can listen to the other podcasts on the network because starting this week, we're recording Monday, 3 D Tuesdays, Core 4 Podcast Wednesday, and GBB Live on Thursday for every week, starting this week as the season is starting for the Memphis Grizzlies and NBA as well. So, first up topic that we're going to start with this week is preseason. As y'all seen, the Grizzlies have been looking pretty good. And of, course, of course, it's still just preseason, but, hey, we're going to get excited. <laughs> so, we played the Timberwolves twice. We beat them 107-105, the first game. The game was actually uh, more of a blowout. I, well, no, no, one it kind of... Uh, they looked like ten to twelve. It was,
3: <laughs> it was run. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Minnesota, the backups, third stringers, they all came in and kind of made it a little closer than the game actually was. Then second time go around, in Minnesota again. Uh, waxed them that time, one twenty-three to one hundred four, and we beat the Hawks, one twenty-eight to one hundred six. <laughs> Be mindful we are recording on Saturday, so we won't talk about the second time we played the Hawks. But I played the one time. We got enough information. <laughs> I don't um, think much information will change. I hope
1: not, at least. So, no. Thoughts for me: two big takeaways that I've seen um, already, and it's the the second year swag that John Morant has going into this this second year. He's 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 playing with so much swag. He's playing with so much like. Poise, and you can just tell that he's been in the weight room. Um, because one thing that I think one small criticism that I had of of him last year is he would always be able to get to the rim, but he wouldn't always necessarily. I don't think he had the upper body strength, or he just had um, the physicality to to finish at the rim. He would miss a this here and there because he would get bumped off his he would get bumped off his spot a couple of times, but. He's finishing those plays this year. And I think it was evident in the, in the Timberwolves game and in the Hawks game. I think in the Hawks game he had maybe three, four and ones. And it was just, I mean, he was getting to the racket wheel. And I, and I tweeted this a couple, a couple of days ago. Good luck to the rest of the league on being able to stay in front of John Morant. because if he wants to get to the rim, he's going to get to the rim. And that's if, if he's going to cross you up at the three point line, if he's going if he's going to dunk on you at the rim. So whatever the case may be. So I've definitely noticed his second year swag and you can just kind of tell um, the game is slowing down for him. And, and when games start to slow down for a particular player in the, in the league, then they just kind of get to be able to do what they want. Um, so that was my first big takeaway. And then the second takeaway that I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago is Desmond Bain is going to get the minutes. He, and and Grayson Allen better watch out because he potentially could, could be losing his spot very, very quickly to Desmond Bain, if you ask me. Um, he does a lot of the small things on the court, which I think you can't – those things like that you can't just put in the box score – um, you can kind of maybe tell from their plus or minus, but he just does a little things on the floor with being able to kind of help off the finish hand there, get deflections, um, get steals and things like that. But then again, just, I mean, like I said a couple weeks ago, the man can shoot the damn ball. And so, um, if a player can shoot the ball, you'll find minutes for him. And I think already we can see that he's going to be able to shoot the ball in. In my opinion, he should start. I know he's a rookie, but in my opinion, he should, he should start in that. Will allow more space for John Morant to get um onto uh, the rim, and it gives him another um, shooter in uh, on the on the three point or the corner man. So, um, those are my two big takeaways so far.
2: Uh, well, for me, um, I, of course, we already know what was the situation with John Morant in the second year, but I think one of the things that I kind of applaud Taylor Jenkins for also is uh, being willing to feature uh, JV in the offense and the low post a little bit more. Than, uh last season. Um, which, like Scott said, if Josh going to get to the rim, he's going to get to the rim. And of course, the defense is going to collapse, which creates space. But also uh, utilizing JV in the low post and we know how efficient he can be in the low post at times. Uh, can also do the same thing for the Grizzlies as far well as um, opening up opportunities for different shooters and things of that nature. And uh, two, and I will walk back my point to, Skyler to what he mentioned earlier about Desmond Bain. Uh, I really, I, I Thought that he wasn't going to get as many minutes uh, coming in because I thought Grayson Allen would have uh, continued his streak that he did in the bubble, but uh, apparently they call him Devo, but uh, Desmond Bain and that brick is is, is, is coming. So <laughs> uh, if I'm Grayson Allen, I need to I be mindful. And honestly, I haven't seen – here's the thing. I haven't seen Desmond Bain take a bad shot. And I think that's what gets me also along with all the small things that he does that contribute to his plus minus. Like I've watched all of the games, both Tim wolves games and the Hawks game. Like not one shot that Desmond Bain has taken, either he made or missed, has been a bad shot. It's been in rhythm. He shot it with confidence. So I'm just like, yeah, maybe we need to look at Desmond Bain potentially starting. So I'm kind of with Skylar on that one, But, um, uh, but there does Death and Bane and of course, featuring Jv in the offense a little more, as well as my biggest two takeaways from the game, as well.
3: Yeah, um, to pick back on what you said, um, I'm about to call you Debo, uh, Trevor. Um, but like, Jv's game is better when Ja is in the game as well. Um, I watched the game and more noticeably, I watched really the Hawks game, which small caveat real quick about that, watching the Hawks game, had to explain to my son, my son about Solomon Hill. He's like, what's he doing? Isn't he supposed to be on the other team? And I was like, oh no, he doesn't play for the Grizzlies anymore, nor does he play for the Heat anymore. He's with the Hawks. Um, But anyways, nonetheless, um, Ja Morant's ability to control the game is amazing um, as a second year and as a point guard um, is really what you like to see. Um, I'll just go to some things that kind of scare me a little bit because um, I like that you guys had some great wins. So I'll go to like my more cons because I actually agree with all the pros that you guys had. Um, my first con really is how is D'Anthony going to really fit into the lineups that he's in. Um, more importantly, again, I'm talking about the most recent game right now, which would have been the Hawks. First time we played the Hawks where you have D'Anthony Melton, John Morant and Bain in, I mean, that man's big for uh, <laughs> number 20. He fills out that Jersey, by the way. Um, he Melton just doesn't look comfortable to run as the point guard in that type of lineup. And We really realistically need him to be the point guard in that lineup to have Jaw off ball along with Bane off ball as well. Um, And so I looked for De'Anthony just to increase his confidence um, with that and be able to, you know, control the game at that point. Um, Because De'Anthony is not a shooter, so to say. Um, He's not going to be the one that's going to create a shot off screen or something like that. That's more a Jaws style, definitely Bane style, um, but that just scares me for Melton. Um, love what Coach is doing. Um, he went really a big lineup with four guards. I mean, well, small lineup with four guards and a big, um, which I thought was a lot different um, from what we're used to with the Grizzlies. Um, so I look forward to seeing that lineup more often than not. And just seeing how we are developing as a team, um, Coaching is gonna have a problem on his hands, and it's going to be a good problem. The good problem is going to be who's going to stay in this rotation, who's not, and in, and it shows like how we match up with the Timberwolves a little bit differently now. We should match up with the Hawks, um, you know, big, small, whatever it may be, vice versa. Uh, but that's going to be a good problem to have, especially when we get back Triple J and Justice Winslow, and I believe Melton's minutes should be taken away for Justice Winslow to possibly run the point in that type of situation. So that Jock can get some, you know, off you know, off ball um, type of energy along with Bain. Bain, like you said, I don't haven't seen do a bad shot. The boys IQ is there. Um and and that that's speaking for itself. Um and that let's not say anything yet about Xavier Tillman, man, he really put on a great show against really Minnesota. If you ask me, uh, was his best showing? Um, and so I look forward to what, what this looks like. Again, I think the problem is gonna be who is going to be on the court um, and how many minutes they're gonna earn. Um, if we're gonna keep that culture here, what's gonna be earned? Last caveat, Dylan Brooks, you might be the only shooter I know that stays in foul trouble. The only shooter. I don't remember Kyle Korver being in foul trouble I don't remember Ray Allen being in foul trouble. It's a consistent thing to be in foul trouble. How you get three fouls again against the Hawks within the first half? I, I'm, I'm bamboozled, and you're a shooter.
2: That's that, that's that my career mentality. When you ain't scoring, you got to try to make some kind of a play on defense, which leads to those fouls being called. Like that's I don't know why, but that's just. Anyone that's not even just professionals, anybody that plays basketball. If you're not scoring, you just feel this need. I gotta make a play on defense, and sometimes it ends up biting you in the butt, and you yeah. end up picking up fouls. So that's pretty yeah, much, much what explains.
0: what I didn't pick the brooks today because he's been playing great, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Special mm-hmm. offense. uh we ready to come in? So. After the game against the Hawks, um, what did he say? Okay. Someone asked JV a question. Nah, someone asked Dylan Brooks after the game. We got a whole bunch of shooters. Even JV is shooting the ball, which is true. JV hit about two threes in that Hawks game. Few minutes later, JV said something, saying even Dylan Brooks is passing the ball. He's had the game, I think, with five assists, four assists. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, plays that we know, he would have took a shot on in the bubble of last season, he's actually passing the ball, and I'm, like, just shocked every single time he does it. He's, and he's making good passes, too. It's not like, mm-hmm. like it's like a real, like, dang, he can pass. Like, it's not like just a <laughs> you know, some players not, are not good passes. He's actually a good passer when he actually passes the ball. So hopefully that continues. Um, Dylan Brooks would definitely be a part of rotation if he can continue to Stay up to the level, be a 3-and-D guy, slow down the fouls, something Jared Jackson Jr. is about to work on as well when he gets back because both of them are real foul machine type of players. But I think the whole us being that deep, that helps it. We can afford to be in foul trouble. We can afford to game trial foul trouble when he comes back because we have a Kyle Hansen, we have a Justice Winslow, Brandon Clark, DeAnthony Melton, Grayson Allen, Desmond Bain, John Conchar mm-hmm. played really well in those Minnesota games. Yeah, I know he, he was out. He was out in uh house game. So pretty sure he's probably going to be the outlier in the rotation. But of course, uh, like I said, it's a great problem to have. I love the deepness. Ja, I mean, that I expected what he's doing. He, it's rookie year. He was very, he was very, you know, mature for a rookie. And we all expect him to become superstar. He looked like he's taking that jump, uh, similar to a Trey Young, uh, Luca. What they did in their second year versus yeah. their rookie year, same thing. He had a pretty good rookie year, one rookie of the year. some rookie year running. Same thing as Ja. I think he's doing the same thing. his second year. Although All Star team is kind of tough because their whole that whole rest of the conference is gone at their guard positions for him to make the All Star team. Les degrees. is like I say, a top five seed is the only way you get to that probably his second year. But a lot of people are giving him credit. I saw on Facebook they did show like 15 different guards in the West and most of the comments I saw, and these were non-Memphians saying they had Josh ja inspired their six guards in the all-star team.
1: Yeah. And to your point, I think one thing that I've noticed, and I don't, I'm not sure if this equates to him potentially being select or getting enough votes to be an all-star, but I think I saw top 10, top 15 Jersey sales recently came out that list. Yeah. I was in that top 15. So, mm-hmm. I know, I know there's a gauntlet. And then just from being from Memphis and then just kind of realizing that a lot of the stars from Memphis don't get the recognition that they should or could. But me seeing, okay, dang, like he's top 15 in Jersey sales. So apparently a lot of people are paying attention to him. Like, I mean, we have people um that listen to us um from Ohio, from where Sheedy is from. And like they know and like yeah. respect Josh game quite more than you think that people outside of Memphis wouldn't do. So I think he legit has a chance. I mean, like I said, I think just us knowing that historically it doesn't happen, but I think he has a chance.
2: I think that whole gauntlet in the West is probably going to shrink a little bit if things play out the way that everyone's saying is going to play with these trades and everything. Because so I'm looking at it now. Okay, you have Dame, Steph, Chris Paul, Jamal Murray, Donovan okay, maybe it's yeah. it's, 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 it's tough, but it's, it's not, it, I'll put it like this, it's not it's not as, I I would say it's not as tough as it's been in the past so there is a, a possibility but I'm not going to go that far yet yet yeah.
3: Did you mention Steph Curry? Yeah. I
2: did, that's the right there
3: okay. Yeah, that was the first name I said Yeah uh, you know. That man Yeah, he, great. He, I, I know again, some, some bums, but He, he reminded I mean, everybody great. Well he is. Everybody's saying James
0: better. Um yeah, Steph's back. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, another player you didn't mention James Harden, but you just said something about trade. So we're saying that he might be in the Eastern conference by the time that happens. But uh, if John Wall is healthy, you can add his name to the at least as well if he's looking anything like he's looking in his preseason so far. So yeah, it, but Russell Westbrook is out and James Harden might be out. So it does shrinking, shrinking just a tad bit. Ah, oh, you didn't mention Luca. <laughs> I can see the little I know he plays like a guard. I can to him a forward. I'm sorry, they got him as guard. He's point guard. I'm surprised they ain't got Brown this is point guard. He's a starter point guard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> just hey that's just be, me, man. It's just me. They need, they need to stop making. They just need to make it positionless. Just,
2: just and, take oh. the five. Just take. And I think you just take away voting. Just pick who you feel is the five best at this point. Right. And then just have well, actually no, just pick yeah, just vote the um, five best, and then just have the two highest voting getters, of course, pick the teams based off of uh, whoever the coaches pick, or um, to also
0: join an all star team. So, also one uh, last uh, shout out to Dylan Brooks for uh, Desmond Bang said Dylan. So, you could it could be easy. You would think, like, after we draft with Desmond Vane, Dylan Briscoe feel like oh they drafted him to replace me. He's he's actually been, like, a, a big brother to him. Desmond Vane mm-hmm. said he looked up to Dylan. Dylan's like a big brother to him. He paid for his first haircut. Been showing him around Memphis. Um, he's the guy that he can talk to. Because both of them, similar players, Dylan was three- or four-year college player at Oregon. And Desmond Vane, same thing, four-year college player. So, they relate in that aspect. So, that's good to hear to see that Dylan Bruce is that type of has that type of personality and that type of character, despite the selfishness we see on the court last season. But yeah, I'm I'm really I'm getting generally excited. I'm just hoping it use. Hope he don't give it you no know, resort to his old ways on the court. It's just him
2: it all it is is him just playing within the rhythm of the offense. That's all what it really has been. It's just like don't go into business for yourself. Like Play within rhythm. Your shots are going to be there. Like you have guys that's gonna create space, and you're gonna get a lot of open shots. And if you don't have it, just keep the ball moving. It's just that simple. You don't have to try to go in Kobe mode or my career mode, trying to get yours. Like it's gonna be there, and it's sh- and it's shown it's shown in the Hawks games. Like he he had 24. I think he shot 10 or 15. Shot 10 or 15 from the field. Like, your shots are going to be there. Like, you just continue to play within the rhythm of the offense, within the flow of the offense. Your shots are going to be there. Your shots are going to be much easier than they were in the bubble. And you're going to see that a lot of these shots are going to start falling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally agree with that. I think – Because I know, Sharky, you talked about playoffs and you talked about potentially if Memphis could be top five. And, I mean, I think the West is deep. So, I mean, you never know. But I think where the Grizzlies finish, whether that's top five in the West, whether that's top 10, whether that's – 13th in the West. It all, sadly enough, it depends on how what Dylan Brooks we get. We can get two or 12 Dylan Brooks from the first preseason game, or we can get nine or 16 Dylan Brooks from the game two days ago um, against the Hawks or the the Timberwolves. I can't remember which game that was. So, I think a lot of this at the end of the day falls on his shoulders. Which Dylan Brooks, D- Dylan Brooks, do we get? Do we get like you said, the, the my career one, or do we get the one where he's flowing into the offense and he's making plays for not only himself and for others? So. Sad, but that's the world we live in. And even to that point, that first preseason
0: mm-hmm. game, I know a lot of people. They look, a lot of people actually didn't really see the game, and they just saw his shooting numbers, right? Mm-hmm. I watched the game. I liked everything he did. He didn't mm-hmm. really take no. He didn't take no bad shots. He was just off. Right. And he yeah. was. I mean, he's he had four or five assists in that game as well. Like mm-hmm. he was taking passes, and the shots he took were rhythm shots. He just had off day. Yeah. It, it was just like he took twelve of those. So it's like. <laughs> It was like you start off, you know, start off, you know, one for seven. And stop shooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But there were still good shots. It wasn't like a bad. I can't think of one. Maybe one. Maybe one bad shot he made up again. They
3: got twelve. Joint. Yeah, and I think to walk over what Trevor is saying as well. Like and. and- what well, we're all saying as well. Like, you have someone behind you now um, that's capable of doing what you're doing. Um, and so, are you making quality shots? Are you taking quality shots? Not even making them, are you taking quality shots? Are you passing the ball better? Because if not, yes, you did sign that contract, but we can also ship you and be a trading piece as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's almost like a chip on his shoulder as well. Yeah. Um, and let's not... Let's not <laughs> Slow-mo has... We're talking about who who can step up really easily, man. Um, Slummo's having a a great uh, preseason so far. Um, I think one night he may miss one three pointer, I think, um, on fire. And who thought that would happen? Um, And then I want to see more from Brandon Clark. Um, I know he only played, I think, last game against the Hawks 7.6 assists, but it's like I don't see him on the floor, if that makes sense. Like he's on the floor. But he's not making himself known on the floor, and I know he doesn't have an offensive repertoire. We know that um, he's wanted to develop that one as well. But I do want to give kudos to Slow Mo uh, for having a great preseason so far, and hopefully that translates um, while Triple J is out. And then also, when Triple J comes back, we still need him um, to provide this type of offensive lift. Um, you know, even if he's part of the second unit.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I actually like Slow Mo at the four. I'm just going to be real. Of course. I I like him playing, I like him playing the four much better than him at the three, uh, at that three spot. So, Taylor Jenkins, like you said, Chidi, is going to have a good problem on his hands as far as how he's going to shape their rotation. I can definitely see a nice little small ball thing with 3J and Kyle Anderson in the front court and then just having John running the helm and then just have Desmond Bain or Dylan Brooks as the shooters. Like, Whew. That is a dangerous small ball. That's a dangerous small ball lineup right
3: there. And all five of those players actually can shoot the three. Yep. Exactly. So, Yeah, actually,
0: uh, Brandon Clark had a good game to me against the Hawks. Uh, like I say, it was the first game, but he, yeah, to me, he still he shot, he hit the three. Uh, still had a little floater. I think he had a chance for a dunk one time. So, to me, I mean, I saw Markort. It just <coughs> every, everybody's playing well. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. That was one of the games where Kyle said shoot truly stood out, where yeah. Disney Vane stood out. Yeah. So of course they kind of outshined them, but overall, I think just the whole team concept, the mm-hmm. ball movement, I love it. I think uh let's go kind on of just hop to rotations. Um I honestly think fully healthy. Here's I think how the rotation would go. I think the starting five would be John Dylan, Justice, Jaren, and JB. I think off the bench would be small, but I don't think all, all five would necessarily play at the same time. It'll be like a. I think my five so the bench players I got would be Brandon Clark, Caliomsen, Desmond Bain, Ty Jones, and either one of De'Anthony Melton or Grayson Allen. Or if he may do eleven, we'll see. He be pushing it, but I could. It's gonna be one of those two. Um, but I think some. It's gonna be a point where it won't. Necessarily, Cal Hansen and Brandon Carp will necessarily play together. Yeah, it will be like, you fly triple takes to five and put one of them in four yeah. type of deal. Yeah. yeah, it won't. So, those five players, I don't think necessarily come in like five, five in, five out. But I think to me, that will be somewhat the 10, 11 man rotation that we'll see. Because yeah. I think yeah. right now, Pochie Jane is getting all the backup center minutes. I don't think they. He's the one. He may not be the
2: one, but he's, if you want to stay. Like stay big with, with everything. You can definitely uh, go with Gordy, and then eventually at some point you gotta look at possibly Xavier Tillman as well. Yeah. So. Like,
0: exactly. great problem to have. I would definitely right. say it's a great problem. I saw it probably depend on matchups. Certain teams you gonna want to play so Xavier Tillman coming to play those factors. You yeah. so Don't think you will play smaller. That's when both Grayson and, and the ethnic can play. So it'll probably be a matchup thing. But I I trust Coach Steph. I trust that Gene can see like he's improved. Uh, especially with the volume so far. So we'll just see how it starts when the regular season it gets
1: going. Yeah. Are we talking rotations for game one or are we talking about more so down the road? Down the road. Well, you can down do road. game one. And down the road. Okay. Game one, I'm thinking I'm going to jaw. <sighs> Because I'm just I'm paying attention to some of the videos that I've seen and I've seen Grayson with starter jerseys on. Um and then he's also getting starter minutes in the preseason. So I think that he'll continue with that, with that same trend. So I think he's gonna go Ja, Grayson Allen, um, Dylan Brooks, Cal uh, Anderson and then JV down the road. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still it's for me, it's still a huge question mark on justice. Um, I just I'm not going to put any stock into him because I just haven't seen him with a jersey on in quite some time. So down the road, give me Jaw, give me Desmond Bain at two, Dylan Brooks at three, Triple J at four, JV at five. I like
0: that. I can very well see that because, like you said, with Justice, I think they would. To me, I put him because I think they have a option on his contract this year. So they're mm-hmm. gonna want to see, you know, what they got. But I could also see him, like I said, because he could beat the backup up all Henry. Mm-hmm. As well, I could love to see like him and Kyle I and Tyus Jones on the court. Like that's like that's just you know you ain't going to worry about turnovers with those three on the court. So I could be able well see Justice as a like mm-hmm. a spark a six man off the bench as well. All
3: right. Yeah, as as we look into, I've um, posted as well. But as we look into like what. No, game one looks like. Um, against San Antonio, and then what do you got? They landed right after that, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I see where you're going, uh, Skyler with saying Ja, um, then GA, uh, Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson. Um, I really, really like what Kyle has done in the preseason, like I just said earlier. So I think he's, he's deserving of the starting four role, um, until Triple J comes back. Um, I think even like, to your point, um, Sharky Dylan Brooks in his passing. I think he's made just better decisions um, so far. Um, Let's just call it that for now. Um, And that's really with ball handling. I just wish his decisions on defense were just a a slightly a bit better. Um, Because to your point, Trevor, it's like once there's a bad shot, you can almost count on a uh, a personal foul um, from Dylan Brooks. Um, And, and, you know, know, every shot's not going to fall, right? Um, So just get back on defense and move your feet. Um, I think Grayson Allen is actually just going to be the starter for the game. I like that rotation with that because as much as I believe uh, Bain can definitely be a starter, I just don't think he's ready for game one uh, to be a starter. Um, And that still is Greg Popovich um, down there um, and some Spurs mantra down there so they can turn some things around. But uh, no, I don't see him starting yet. But quality minutes, though, yes. Because, uh, again, in this day and age, starting doesn't mean you're actually finishing the game, um, i.e. the Los Angeles Lakers... JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, like they may start the game, but they may see no more than eight minutes, and that be it. Um, so, yeah, give me Grayson Allen and, and Kyle Anderson to fill in the voids right now for us um, until further notice.
2: Yeah, if we're going to go game one rotation, as far as the Stars is concerned, uh, I will definitely lean more towards starting Grayson Allen right now at this point. Uh, just for the simple fact that Desmond Bain, while he's shown that he could potentially be the starter, I just don't think he's going to be ready game one. Um, especially going up against the Spurs team, although they have some, uh, I wouldn't say personnel issues, but I know some pieces that definitely are going to be looking to be moved. You still have Greg Popovich at the helm. Uh, so I, I believe Ja, Grayson, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson at the four, which I think would is, is nice because it gives them a second playmaker and – Kyle can actually do what he does, I believe, at the force fight. Because although we call him slow-mo, he is kind of quicker than some fours. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and then, of course, the rounded out uh, with JV. So uh, I'm kind of uh, sold on this starting five right now until 3J gets back. Uh, I'm really curious for Justice Winslow when eventually he gets back, too. But I kind of like Justice also at – he could potentially be the starter, but I also like him as well as that six man, as that secondary ball handler for when Ja goes to the bench, or if you want to just turn um, Tyus into a scorer, or if you're playing the Anthony Melton, you could put him in his natural role as a scorer as well. Uh, so uh, Ja, Grayson, uh, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, JV, those will be my starting five for game one. Yeah, and
0: that's what I predict. Based on the preseason, I think two of the three games so far that's been the starting lineup, they did put the Anthony Melty in one game, but they went back to Gracie in the next game. So I think they lean more towards that because you got more shooting. And Anthony is just better off the bench. <laughs> he felt he's better with Tyus Jones specifically. We saw that he was missing him in the bubble, we saw him struggle. We see Tyus Jones back. He's looking good now. Yeah. Great point. Great point. It's just it's something about that partnership. Keep, don't do not mess that one up. So that's the uh, route we're going. Uh, we're playing Atlanta again, three games in a row, essentially. <laughs>
3: and there, yeah. Uh,
0: I ain't going front. Atlanta don't look like they're much better. I know it's one preseason game, but they don't look like they all those signings. We, we
1: stay with, you know, developmental growth, and we still look better than them. Yeah, Bogdanovich looked lost. I didn't tell the Gallinari. They looked extremely yeah. lost in that offense yeah. on whatever that whatever the, uh, day that was. So I was like, "Who, boy. <laughs> um, I, you spend all this money, and they looking around lost. So, like you said, it's preseason. So, um, but I did kind of notice that myself, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it then, won't be three games in a row. We play San
0: Antonio first on December 23rd, then Atlanta on December
3: 26th. So. It might as well be three games might in a row.
0: Well, yeah. It
2: might as well be three yeah. in a row. Yeah. Three, three yeah. In
3: a row. Yeah. I four games, three games against Atlanta. It might as well be that.
2: <laughs> And I'm, I'm just gonna be just gonna be real here. I, I think Atlanta hit the panic button uh, this mm-hmm. offseason because mm-hmm. uh, I believe Trey Young is coming up. If I'm not mistaken, his uh, rookie deal will be expiring soon, so that's why they went out and got all these pieces to possibly make a move to potentially make the playoffs. Which I honestly felt they should have waited till next season. Um, yeah, like you said, Skyler, my diamonds looked lost. Got looked lost out there. Um. Chris Dunn is out for them, so that means Rondo's going to have to play more minutes than he would probably want to. Um, One thing they can do, though, they can score, but they can't stop anybody. So I I expect much more of the same, uh, not only tonight as we're recording, uh, I expect the same thing on uh, next Saturday, um, the day after Christmas,
3: when we match up. Yeah, and to y'all's point about Atlanta, like you would expect more from a team of veterans that they went out to get, right? Um, from Rondo and Gallinari, to be honest, because both of them come out the bench. Um and they're I lost. Even the word they're just—I don't even know. Maybe they—they they went with Lou Williams back to Magic City, um, and <laughs> to but like, like you said, they spent a lot of money for this team. Uh, for really for Trey Young, um, they're trying to just keep Trey Young happy. Uh, because Trey Young goes anywhere else, and he can, and he probably will, especially if they don't make the playoffs this season, um, he's gone. Um, you, but you got to like you got you got a bow there to open up the floor for Trey. Uh, Clint Capella can go to the rim um, and stuff like that. But I just, it's not there yet. Um, and it's preseason. It's COVID. I, we get it. But at some point, you have to. You also have to develop your team. Um, And I just don't see, like you said, the Hawks haven't made that step with getting all the signings where the Grizzlies, who didn't sign anyone new, uh, realistically. It's not like we went to go get a Rondo or something like that or trade or do this big trade. It's just pretty much the same thing we got from the bubble um, with or without the injuries um, and uh, and the draft picks, which every team gets. But we developed um, and and we haven't seen the same from the Hawks even though it is preseason. So count me in for two wins to start off the season, I'm, I'm calling 2-0 uh, against the Spurs and the Hawks immediately.
1: Immediately. Um, I'm actually going to be – I'm going one-on-one. Give me a one-on-one split. Uh, and I think the loss comes against the Spurs. I just think um, – I think the Spurs returning much of their roster back. Deontay Murray is still there. DeRozan is still there. LaMarcus Aldridge is still uh, one of the – best in the game, at least in my opinion, in the post. Um, and I think that ma- the matchup for me was is going to be who's going to check LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, because if he gets off, then, I mean... I think to my I think in my opinion a little bit Deontay team will kind of go tick for tag with y'all and so we'll, the rest of the team will be able to kind of um, pick up the points where you get some from the Rose and then you get some from Aldridge so uh, I think that's personally a loss I would love for it to be a win so I'm going lost there but like I think one of y'all just said Atlanta can't guard on Biden so that's where they'll pick up the other dub. yeah I'm actually going to agree with you on that one. I think it'll be a 1-1 split
2: uh, I've not gonna pick against Pop on this one, and I think Dejounte Murray and Jai will go tick for tack. But uh, with your statement for Lamar Aldridge, I would actually echo that for Demar Rosen. Like, who's actually gonna check Demar? Uh, okay. Because <laughs> um, I don't know what it is with with Demar Rosen, but apparently the media doesn't like him. But he has that old school type of field game where. He, he does. He plays within himself. Like he's gonna get to the rack. He's gonna get to the get to the free throw line. He's money from the mid range. He doesn't have to shoot a lot of threes. If I'm not mistaken, we lost the game to the Spurs in the bubble because of Demar Derozan just being his. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks not knowing when to stay on the floor, uh, not knowing when to stay on the floor. <laughs> so I, I just believe that the Spurs will get that first game. Um, because I don't think we'll have an answer for the Rose, and it'll probably be an easy 25 to 30 for them. Um, that's no disrespect to the Grizzlies at all. just being honest. But I do think we get our first win against Atlanta easily. Um, I'm willing to go almost around the same score as the first preseason game, around like we'll probably be in the 120s. So there you go.
0: And that's y'all thinking one one, but now nah, I'm going shoot it, man. We're going two though, man. Let's go. Man, I'm <laughs> I'm SGA, right? uh, anybody, oh, I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would love <laughs> it. <laughs> the <way I'm laughs> there, uh, but the big back on Marcus Alderson, all, this, all the disrespect he has me getting at the media, with the media, we get respect on here. Y'all may want to call him crazy how much respect I'm going to give him because Jimmy Butler is my favorite player. But the Marty Rose and Jimmy Butler's offensive game scoring-wise, I don't see no difference. They do mm-hmm. the exact same thing. They mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. over their mid-range, get to the free throw line, now, of course, what makes Jim a better player, he's a better playmaker of passing, better on defense, Now, yada, yada. But offensively scoring, they're the same exact player. They play the same exact way to me mm-hmm. when, it comes, when it comes to scoring. Um, not really much of a three-point shooter, same same exact. And Jim Butler's more – like I said, we know Jim Butler's better. He's more clutch, better passer, and defense. But scoring-wise, I've always thought that they're the same exact player when it comes to scoring. For sure. But before we end up – I got funny things Twitter with hilarious. uh shout, awesome. shout out to our Grizz fan the first night of, of the Hawks game. So I want to show this tweet by our very own NGBB, Mr. Justin Lewis. <sighs> I'll tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> so they showed the start at five. <laughs>
1: they got video game picture job they're Bye, what? <laughs> so he said, "White one got
0: normal headshots, that John ja is posing for an action shot." And y'all can't see this because this is audio only uh, for the listeners. But <laughs> I remember,
2: I remember seeing this as I was getting ready to watch the game, and I was like, "Wait a minute, something ain't right here." Like, that
1: looks so tacky. It looks so.
2: Tacky. <laughs> Everybody got a normal headshot, and then it's just Jai. It's like. You might as well do it like 2K and just have like the video game version of Josh ja just dribbling the ball at this point. you going have to feel right. like
0: that. So, um, so y'all want to see this picture we're talking about, man. Follow Justin Lewis, man. A- J underscore mm-hmm. mm-hmm. temper underscore Twitter, man. A former, uh, you know, gbb Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. All right, so... The next one I got, shout out to uh the greatest, greatest lead man, Aww. because this Trey Young picture, mm-hmm. and this Yo, picture is so <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>,
2: now. <laughs> the, I'm sorry, that's whoever did that man. Kudos, ten out of ten
1: on the man. And the thing about it is, Trey Young has really good hair, uh, so why is, is not is. like? Why he ain't got this like freshly groomed or like chopped? Like, is I, I don't know. It ain't that, that, ACL, so there ain't no excuse. It very is very no much excuse. so, very much so. Um, but
3: th- people are very mean on Twitter. <laughs> people are very mean. <laughs> And and spot on. Um, <laughs> he, he needs to get that taken care of. Like I said, Million Dollar Man. He looked like, um, look like a new cute little Wayne lollipop uh, song at this point. <laughs> Doesn't look
1: like a sucker that you like didn't realize you dropped and was underneath the couch for like six months you'd be like dang that's where that young went exactly that's how
0: this that's how this is, how this is off the couch man that's you want exactly to see this photo? you want to see this one talking about picture young, back his hair in a side-by-side <laughs> picture with
1: a sucker with hair on the sucker that's how <laughs> they should have put should have put like aluminum foil around the stick and it really could have looked like they might for real. <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> <laughs> that would have been on point with the that's, that's <laughs> like,
0: Y'all want to see this photos. Follow Grizzly at Grizz at Gri, uh, uh, underscore lead. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Um, also, Grizzly also had like a Twitter war with the new Pelicans League page, New Orleans Pelicans. That was a funny thread as well. So, I mean... The one against like, Phoenix was funny too. Oh, yes. That, that one was me. Yeah. Yeah. Point of dreads, y'all, man. Love yeah. to the Twitter fam. Love the GBB fam, man. <laughs> Shout-out to the GBB fam. Love you guys, man. Yeah, so hey, so keep me laughing. But <laughs> end, this is the end of the first of our weekly, now weekly, not about weekend or more weekly podcast for SB Nation, Grease and Red Blues, started five Podcast. I am, follow me, don't D-A-O-N-E, shark on
1: Twitter, and I am at underscore scalito, the shooting guard for the starting five. But I wish I could be the shooting guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, but Mr. Desmond Bain got that locked up.
2: <laughs> oh man, I'm at the auto Trevory knows the corner man. Uh every first letter of each word is capitalized up of because that's the preposition. Uh Tyus Jones, Justice Winslow, we need an explanation on do y'all really call Grayson Allen Debo? And if so, why? Because I know if that name came up, it had to have been when he was at Duke. So, Ty just a so we need an explanation. We need answers.
3: That's a good point. He had to be when he was at Duke, because he definitely ain't shown out at Grizzlies yet. Um, and so, shout out to me, right? Um, it's really sheedy. Uh, I'm the slow mo at the four. Hi, Laddie. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And speaking of Debo, man, rest in peace to Debo for Friday. Man, I'm telling you, 2020 is <laughs> crazy, man. But remember, follow us starting five the number five MEM, uh, Grease Blues, SBN Nation, I mean, SBN Grizzlies, and listen to the other podcasts. As we are we got Monday, Tuesday, 3D, Core 4, 4 Wednesday, and GBB Live Thursday, along with the various bosses coming throughout the season on a daily basis this way though. so till next time uh-huh.